Hello and welcome to the Second Tier Betting, your specialist podcast for punting on the championship. You've got yourself a championship expert in me, Ryan Dilks, and of course, your pro tipster. It's only Jimmy the Punt. Jimmy, are you well? Good evening. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Well, a bit, a bit knackered, you know, it's been a busy week with, you know, work and all podcasts and what have you. I've, I'm just glad to do a podcast for once, which doesn't involve the words administration, statements, anything like that, because it's been a bit too much for me across the course of this week. Do you, do you get what I mean? Yeah, I'm sick, in, I'm sick of hearing about um, the incompetence of the EFL. Yeah. So am I. And I'm the one talking about it, which is the worst thing. Uh, this is the second tier betting, ladies and gentlemen. What we're going to do is we're going to give you our best three bets for the championship this coming weekend. Got some juicy games this week, and I'm very interested to hear what Jimmy has to say for himself. And then we'll round things off with a tasty little treble as well. As always, please get more responsibly. And when the fun stops, stop. First ball of a recap of how I did last weekend. Jimmy, how did you get on? Yeah, it was um, a bit rough. Uh, it's getting tricky with uh, COVID, sapping a lot of the fun out with, with picking bets. And I had a casualty before the podcast even went live because um, my nap Blackpool, the game was postponed. Maybe I should have seen it coming with uh, Barnsley's game getting called off to the, in the midweek before. But um, so that was void. And then my strongest, my strongest fancy, Bournemouth to win to nil. Um, obviously didn't come in. Luton three two, great game. Um, I, I was so uh, it was such a strong fancy. I, I didn't really think I didn't really consider it not winning. Uh, but with Luton um, only generating less than a goal xG, yeah, I consider myself a bit unlucky. But I suppose it was just such a good game. You just gotta just gotta sit back and enjoy it. And it's not the end of the world. But uh, minus two points for me last week, uh, so not the best. Yeah, it's the championship for you into that Luton game. It's a side like Luton who weren't doing too badly, but they come up against a Bournemouth side and give them a right old rollicking, don't they? And uh, it was a great game, it's got to be said. The only winner for me last weekend was Fulham minus two, which was two to one. So I broke even for the week if you're talking about even stakes across all my bets. My long shot, and people may not believe me on this, but I'm going to say I'm going to say it how it is. I was going to have a Mitrovic hat-trick again. It's something I've done across the course of the season. Considering my nap was looking at Fulham goals, I was so close to going Mitrovic hat-trick and I can't believe I didn't. But it's cost me and here we are. So, yeah, it was a decent week for me. Broke even, but we can always do a lot better on this show, can't we? We've we've set high expectations for ourselves, Jimmy. Uh, let's go to our nap then. What's your best bet for the Championship this weekend? Yeah, um, and I am going to Bramall Lane where... Uh, Chef United host Luton, um, and I'm get I'm getting the visitors on side. You can get them with a half a goal head start on the Asian handicap, which is essentially a double chance at twenty six to twenty five with bet three six five. If you wanted to be a bit more um, conservative, you can get them with a three quarter goal head start at one point seven two. I think, and that means if Chef United do win by a goal, you only lose half your stakes. But I've been a bit I've been a bit more bullish, um, and the reason is Luton. Come into this game off the back of um, a couple of great results. They put two past Reading uh, in in midweek, and um, as we were just talking about last weekend, they went two 0 up against Bournemouth. They were pegged back to two two, and then they won in in late late fashion. I think it was the ninety fifth minute um, to get past one of the, one of the most 
um, financially backed and best sides in the league in in Bournemouth. Um, and those two those two results last week come after holding the best side in the league, Fulham to a one one draw. And um, the week before that, they they beat they put three past Blackpool at Blackpool's ground. So they come into this in in top top form. I mean, you talk about how momentum can galvanise a squad. The Hatters will be coming into this game on cloud nine, whereas um, the whole Sheffield United. Look like they've missed the bus, really. Um, if if Sheffield United's was if uh, was Sheffield United's season was a roller coaster, it wouldn't be wouldn't be a very good one. They've been in steady decline under um, Jukanovic. It never really took off under him. Um, initially under Heckingbottom, there was a, there was a steep improvement. I think it was four games on the spin they won, and then a long layoff due to COVID. Uh, and since they've come back, they, they, they've looked tired. Uh, a tired display against Derby where um, Lawrence's quality was ultimately the difference. And then I think the the, the epitome of the Blades season is is that Preston game. A, a great start, some great football, brief highs, 2-0, got the noses in front and then capitulation in the second half. And there was pegged back to a 2-2 draw against 10 men. So I was surprised looking at um, the underlying form that, and, and, uh, that both sides come into this game to see Luton as such, as such long... Um, Outsiders, I think you can get them at seven to two now. There was initially three to one when I first looked, but they're drifting as well. So, and I, and I just can't work out. I feel like I'm sort of on top of Sheffield United, and I can't. Sometimes I can't help my bias get in the way, but I I, I just looking at this from purely um, an odds point of view. I, I don't have these two sides this far apart in terms of probability of winning. So I think getting Luton to get taking Luton to get a result at Bramall Lane, given given the week. The previous week, both sides have had certainly, certainly is worth, uh, certainly worth a punt here. So my nap is Luton with half a goal head start on the Asian handicap. I tell you what, when I was looking at the prices for this weekend, I was thinking to myself, Luton look a big price, mm. and I was going to include them, but later on I may have a team who have an even bigger price, who I think are a bit overpriced. But yeah, I completely agree with you standing there. You've got two teams who right different ends of the form table, quite frankly, aren't you? Sheffield United, whether this is just a blip or not. We'll wait and see. But yeah, Luton have looked really, really good recently. So I'd be uh, definitely back in that one as well myself. My nap isn't going to surprise too many people. I've gone for Fulham to win and over 1.5 goals in the game against Stoke. 6-4 to four at Bet365. The reason I've gone for this is because when I was looking at the odds, I was very shocked to see Fulham just a shy under-evens to win in 90 minutes. I was... I could not get my head around it at all. And I very nearly went for that just as my nap. But I thought we could probably squeeze out a bit of value here. As everyone knows, Fulham are free scoring at the moment. It's it's levels we've not seen before in a long, long time in the championship. What is it now? 16 goals in three games? Ridiculous. Mm. Absolutely mental. So if we are going to have Fulham to win here, then I, I think over 1.5 goals is the least we can expect really, isn't it? So the fact you can get that at over evens and quite a way over evens as well, I think is really, really good value. Fulham seem to have awoken themselves. They've got confidence again now after a damp spell and after Stoke, Stoke are probably their trickiest game in the next month or so. After that, the fixture's pretty easy as well so yeah the, this I'm heading into this game thinking I, I can't see anything other than a Fulham win because they are a different beast now and Stoke are doing all right they they won last week although that was only their second in seven games and 
it's something I keep mentioning every time I mention Stoke on this show. They have got injury problems. They're still missing the likes of Romain Sawyers, Harry Souter, um, and many others who are key players for them. And they've had to draft in a host of youngsters. We had DiMaggio Wright-Phillips, the son of Sean Wright-Phillips, who was playing in the game against Hull at the weekend. And he played really well. But there is a massive, massive contrast to Hull and Fulham. Fulham are shaping up to be one of the best attacking sides we've ever seen, maybe even the best attacking side we've ever seen in the Championship. So when the price is as good as this, I'm going to be taking it all day long. So 6-4, to four, Fulham to win and over 1.5 goals in the game against Stoke. That's my nap at Bet365. Jimmy, any thoughts on that one? Yeah, you know, I'll just start talking about my next best because up until um, the, I got in the car to come back from work today, that that was going to be my nap for them to win. And like you say, the underlying the underlying stats from the last week are frightening. You just touched on them there. 19 goals scored, just four conceded. They moved five points clear at the top. Um, I saw I saw you guys tweet um, that they've scored more than Barnes uh, in the last three games than Barnes did managed all season, which is outrageous. Yeah. 26 more than the second best Blackburn. They're on course to break every sort of goal scoring record in in the second in the second tier. And uh, as you as you touched on the host, they've fallen to eighth. They're in stuttering form, losing five of the last eight. I was surprised to see. And uh, despite their pedigree, you, you feel for any side that are going to go toe to toe with Fulham at the minute. But um, despite the overwhelming evidence. Um, in favour of Fulham, I don't, I don't, I just couldn't pull the trigger on them, even at even money, and it might, it might just be a stupid logic, but I just think there's a certain like bullish inevitability about the games at the minute, um, in relation to the way they're getting covered, particularly in the media. I mean, the word is they've already gone up, and you know better than anyone, Ryan, don't you? That you, you can't take any game for granted in the EPL. So I, I love the bet, and the, it's like the, there's almost overwhelming evidence in favour of it. But I, I just, you just never know what's around the corner in the Championship. So um, I, I wanted to have them to win, but I just couldn't do it. So instead, um, I wanted, I wanted them to win like you had, or winning overs, which is all really tempting. But I don't, I don't know why. I just couldn't. I think I'm going to look an idiot at five on Saturday. But instead, <laughs> I've. Um, I've gone for the old faithful Mitrovic um, to score any time. 11 to 10 with 365 and Betfair. He's up to 69 goals in a 107 championship appearances. That's um, a goals per 90 average of 0 0.75. So just under one goal per every 90 minutes he completes. Um, which, if you were to translate that directly into a price, um, you're looking at 1.33 for him to score any time. So getting um a touch over evens from to score his value um if if like me you you you're just a bit scared of the championship and its unpredictability there we go i think any price where alexander mitrovic is over evens to score is worth taking into it because he has been ruthless in front of goal this season. I did laugh in midweek when Fulham scored six, but he didn't manage to get on the score <laughs> sheet, which is absolutely bananas. I managed to, I expect that's uh, cost quite a few people a lot of uh, money in midweek, but uh, nonetheless, Alexander Mitrovic, anytime he's over evens, I'm going to be all over that. So I may add that to a little bet builder, including my nap. We'll wait and see. My next best is one I've been toying with in my head for the past few days because I, I can't figure out whether 
I'm getting carried away or whether I'm not. I've gone for West Brom minus one handicap at home to Peterborough, evens at Sky Bet. Now, I can understand why people have reservations about this because West Brom have been very, very goal shy, haven't they? If you look at their recent results, they have really been struggling for goals. However, Peterborough are shocking away from home. (laughs) Absolutely shocking. This bet, where they've lost by more than one goal, has paid out in 10 of their 12 away games this season. And West Brom are a good side. As much as they get a lot of criticism and people expect them to do better, they are a good side. They create a lot of chances per game. And considering Peterborough are so hopeless away from London Road, I think this could be a very much a game where West Brom create so many chances that at least two of them have got to go in. Fingers crossed anyway. I'm touching wood when I say that. But West Brom will create a lot of chances in this game. It's something, even though they haven't been scoring goals, it's something that's been happening for them. And now they've got Daryl DK as well, who's coming to the team. And this may very well be his first start uh, in the league in an Albion shirt. So I can't help but think this has got to come in. Um, Evens at Skybet, based mainly on how shocking Peterborough are away from home and the number of chances West Brom create. Um, And I'm hoping that for once they've got their shooting boots on and uh, maybe even knock in more than two in this game. So, yeah, that's my uh, next best bet for this weekend. What's your long shot, Jimmy? Yeah, um, I have gone for two results. It is Luton to beat Sheffield United and Derby to beat Forest in the early kickoff on Saturday. The, the double is 18.5 to 1 with 3.65. And I spoke about why I fancy Luton to get a result at Bramall Lane. And at the prices available, I certainly wouldn't want to put anybody off backing them on the nose. Um, that's why I've combined them with Derby, another, another team that I think is suspiciously long this weekend. I mean, football exists in the realm of fine margins. It's a low-scoring um, sport. And Derby's games especially have been particularly low-scoring this season or um, often separated by one goal. Um, add to this that this is a Derby game, which is also the uh, the type of fixture that there's not much in, there's never much in. The form often goes out the window um, so I just found it strange to see um, how long Derby are uh, this uh, for this game for their trip to the um, to the city ground, especially considering their form. Um, in the last six, only Borough have taken more points than Derby's thirteen. And you just look at the characteristics and the the attitude that Rooney's squad has, um, the siege mentality, the way the way they've defied all odds already this season. They're off the bottom of the table. I mean, I, w- I was at the, the last game in, in the away and, and it was, um, despite everything that's going on behind the scenes, the, the atmosphere was, what's the word? It was good, basically. And, and you just feel like the mood's gone up 10% uh, with them being off the table, despite the, the, the looming liquidation. And this game will offer a, a great distraction to... Um, to, to the Derby fans and you feel even you don't I don't feel the, the atmosphere will be that toxic with, with the sort of sympathy that Forrest might have for them I don't know if it'll be um, ridiculous so anyway I just think um, Derby loot and two big prices may as well combine them especially with 365 because they've got the best price and they've also got the extra bonus at the early payout so um, 
yeah, uh, no, no cards again. Nothing too specific with with the postponements and and the COVID um, potential COVID um, rule out. So I just gone uh, Luton and Derby on the nose double. Yeah, my long shot is of a similar vein to what we've been saying throughout this podcast, really, that there were some big prices around this weekend. And the one that really stood out for me was Hull to win away at Bournemouth, which is 5-1 to one at Bet365. Now, Bournemouth are a funny side. When they got the two wins prior to the looting game, I thought, here we are, Bournemouth are back, and we're going to see them be the team that we saw before who will be challenging Fulham for the top two. Then they went and lost to Luton after going 2-0 down as well. And there wasn't really much there to indicate that they were particularly unfortunate. They were outdone by a team who clearly wanted it a lot more than them. And here they are welcoming a Hall side who are now feeling very, very positive about themselves. They were struggling before. But they managed to get the win in midweek against Blackburn in what was a fantastic performance by them as well. And it's all because they've got this new ownership now. After years of being tormented by the Alums, the Alum family, <laughs> they've now got this new Turkish owner. And there is a massive, massive sense of positivity and optimism around the club. And therefore, I'm thinking five to one for them to win this game away at Bournemouth, who are a bit unpredictable at the moment. I think it's a massive price. So that's my long shot for this weekend. I, I would not put anyone off from being a bit more uh, conservative. I'm going for a, a double chance or, you know, draw no bet or something like that. But I, I just think five to one for who to win, considering everyone is feeling very, very upbeat now at the club. is a massive, massive price. Uh, let's go to our treble then, Jimmy. It's a combination of your nap Next best and my nap, uh, or next best, I should say. It's Jimmy's nap, Luton, plus half a goal on the Asian handicap. Mitrovic to score any time. And then my next best, which is West Brom, minus one. £10 pays £84 at Bet365, which is a tasty old price, isn't it? So I'll just read that again. Jimmy's nap, which is uh, Luton and half a goal on the Asian handicap. Mitrovic any time. And West Brom, plus one on the handicap. £10 pays £84 at Bet365. Let's round up our bets. Jim, what have you got this weekend? Yeah, my nap is Luton with a half a goal head start in the Asian handicap at 26 to 25 at Bet365. And then my next best is Mitrovic to score any time in Stokes' game against Fulham. That's 11 to 10 with Bet365 and or Betfair. And then my long shot, I've gone Derby to beat Forest and Luton to beat Sheffield United. That is at 18.5 to 1 with Bet365. If that comes in, we're going out. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, my nap is Fulham to win and over 1.5 goals in the game against Stoke. 6-4 to four at Bet365. I'm, I'm really feeling strong about that one. West Brom minus one uh, handicap at home to Peterborough. That's evens at Skybet and that's my next best bet. My long shot is who to win away at Bournemouth, which is 5-1 to one at Bet365. Please gamble responsibly and when the fun stops, stop. Uh, have we got midweek games coming up, Jimmy? I think it's an actual round of midweek games. Oh, uh, maybe not actually. Um, no, we, we have got games in midweek, but as we've said before, listener, we don't want to do 
betting shows just for the sake of it if there's only a handful of games if you see what i mean because you shouldn't just bet for the sake of it you should only bet if you really fancy a bet and you've got a wide selection of games to pick from so we won't do a betting show on monday instead we'll do one on thursday for next weekend's bet so we look forward to seeing you then this has been the second tier betting jimmy the punt thank you for your time today my pleasure i've been ryan dilks and to you listener thank you for listening <laughs>